Where can you find everything you want to buy? Amazon. What about two-day shipping no matter where I live? Amazon. What about groceries? Yes, Amazon has it. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Fucking love it. Meet Dave and Ryan. Dave and Ryan are doing very well for sure. That's because they are the hosts of the Rock Vegas podcast. Dave paints and writes books. Ryan doesn't edit anything. Listen to them weekly on the Rock Vegas podcast for a boost of self-esteem and natural male enhancement. What is up, bro? How goes it? It goes. Hey, uh, so it's a couple things. I got some weird shit in the mail. Yeah? Like this thing here. (laughs) I just got this in the mail last night. I've never donated, so I don't know why I got this. Whoa, let me see that. It's a fucking, it's a, it says, it's like a credit card. It's. It says Trump Pence on it. Yeah. And it's and it's it gives me and it says it was an executive member. Executive member, yeah. <laughs> or some shit. And it's got like a number and like a whatever. It's funny on the back it says non transferable. Like what am I what am I gonna do? Like transfer transfer my account to somebody else. Like like it would on a gift card or something. It's kinda weird. I don't but I don't I don't donate to political parties, so yeah. I don't know what and I have the, I literally have the rest of the packet that I got with this. It's a mm-hmm. thick ass fucking envelope. Yeah. And, uh, cause I'll do the po- polls. Like, he sends out surveys and shit, or the, the GOP or whatever. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. they send out polls and I'll do that shit, but I don't send any money. They always ask for like, uh, could you send, at the very least send, uh, I think it's like $15 to process your thing. And I cross that line. Like, I'll be like, uh, check. Like, I support the, uh, the, political party but mm-hmm. i will not like i cross out the part where I donate 15 to process your survey fuck that i'm not paying you to process my survey either you can throw my shit in the garbage you can do whatever you want. i'm not sending you money though. i just right. don't donate to political parties i don't want to be on record right so then i get this out of nowhere and That's i don't know crazy. what the fuck it is because i've not d- done it like i've yeah i don't have a gold card <laughs> it's weird to me, like, yeah, that's, that's uh, what's weird, also weird yeah. is I, I know somebody that you used to know, yeah, who has donated money mm-hmm. and has posted a picture of his card from like the first round, uh-huh. like 2016 or whatever. That's yeah. I don't know what kind of card it is, but it's very similar. But I know he's donated. Now I have one. <laughs> I've not donated. So maybe he's a. I'm an executive member having maybe just yeah. done all these surveys but never fucking given them anything where that guy you used to know he may be like some like platinum or diamond member right, or something right. i don't know it's just weird i i ran into that guy did you yeah how'd that go 30 minutes of him talking about himself the entire time really yeah not surprised i should give him his own podcast you know um, he can let him let him up. let him come on here and talk about 
his world. Yeah, it was. Well, Seriously, was, it was was anything interesting out of no. what he said? No. Would I have found any of it interesting? Probably not. No. No. It it it's all the same. Or it all all about fighting with other companies. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it, got, it's always got that. a federal uh, federal court case on three different companies. Of course. Uh, he's got the most expensive and most well-known lawyer team working on his stuff. And he's uh, got a new cease and desist on a couple other places. And yeah, it, yeah. yeah he's always got the best lawyer team he's got. Yeah. Oh, it, oh, it never and, changes, does and it? And it's funny because, like, all this time, his siblings, or not his siblings, his, uh, his offspring... Has always, I've always assumed them to be like, oh my god, my dad is so great. Oh my god, like I love him and everything he does is so awesome. It's kind of how I envisioned their, you know, conversations. But the oldest one was there, and I, I think I lost count after four hundred and twenty-seven rolled eyes, like the entire time. And after like five minutes of the conversation, I even looked. I was like, ah, oh, she's bored as shit. You should probably go ahead and take off. You know. And uh, he's like, oh, no, she just wants to see your boyfriend, blah, 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 no, yada, yada. I'm like, all right, that's cool. And then I kept walking because it was in a, in a public establishment. I was in mm-hmm. a store, and I had just walked in. So I got cornered in the vestibule, you know, between mm-hmm. door one and door two to get in the building. And I kept backing away from him and her to go towards the store. And he kept, he kept walking towards me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, he isn't, you haven't had interaction with him in... Sometime. Yeah, over a year now. And, I mean, you used to be, in a way, roundabout way, kind of in a distant way related. Yeah. So I can see why he would maybe want to, you know, catch up with a distant relative. That's not catch up. That's just bragging. Like yeah, well, catching that's up what would, he does, though. Catching up would be like, hey, you know, how's your sobriety? How's your wife? How's the book? Yeah, but he how's never this? asked any of that. No, I know. That's my point. Now, did you ask him that? I didn't ask him a fucking thing. Well, he didn't let is, you get a word in edgewise? This is this is how it went. I walked in, made eye contact, and in my head, I'm going, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I'm just like, hey. And I kept walking. And then he stops. He pushes his cart kind of in front of me. And he's like, hey, you know. And then blah, 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 blah. Did you see this? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, I didn't see that. Oh, cool. And this is my, these are like the three words I say to him every time. Sweet. Oh, cool. Really? Wow, that's usually what I so, say. So when you that, when you say those things order. to my stories, I know you're giving a fuck less. Basically, really? no, I'm okay. saying I'm saying if you cool. say that, wow, all right, <laughs> yeah. So what you're doing is you're telling me <laughs> I'm shuring hey, you. Basically, <laughs> these are these are keywords of Dave doesn't give a fuck in the future. I'm just no, I'm, no. Dave noted. <laughs> no, it's different. I care about what the shit you have to say, and you actually ask. You know, questions and, yeah. and follow yeah, yeah. up and shit. It's interesting yeah. his dynamic of things. Like, it's so interesting you know, to and, me. And, and then. I'm gonna do a documentary on the him. The person that. Cool. Him and I worked with. Sure. You know? Sure. Um, and he was like, oh, I fired that guy, breach a contract, fucking hate that guy, I remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. He's like, yeah, he's coming in town next week. We're hanging out again. And I'm like. <laughs> I have noticed certain ads featuring certain people come back are are back on the air like they weren't for a while and now they are yeah, they so. reconciled um, yeah that's I mean, a whole nother conversation i'll talk about that yeah, part off the air. off the air yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's i always like that yeah it's, <laughs> it's such a trip it was dude 30 minutes man 30 wow. fucking minutes and all i was doing was because I, I got sick tuesday i started you can't really hear it now but 
I was sneezing a lot. I had like this cold flu thing going on. Coronavirus. I got the Heineken virus um, because I'm German. Um, it's either the he- Heineken or the Guinness because I'm Irish. Also, it's one of those two. I'm not sure. <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna. I want to pause your story because I had a really, in my opinion, it was a funny joke. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know the Corona. We'll just do a quick thing on this. The coronavirus is. Yeah, according to like these reports of who it's actually supposedly killing, mm-hmm. all in air quotes, is like all Asians. So yeah. like a a virus that clearly this is a joke, named after a Mexican beer, is killing Asian people. Yeah. So I can't wait for when they've invented a virus that kills all white people. And I, I said, what's it going to be called? The Zima virus? Because <laughs> it's like the most pussy like yeah, drink, yet yeah. it would kill white people. You yeah. know, that'd be the one that would take them down. Yeah. Like, so the, we're going to, we're going to, and it's funny because it kind of sounds like Zika, but yeah. it's Zima, Zima. And everyone knows what Zima is. It's yeah. only sissies drink Zima. That's funny. So Zima virus is going to kill is white that people. back out again? I heard it came back out. What, Zima? Zima yeah. I don't know. Well, who knows? The virus is coming eventually. Yeah, it's yeah, killing white Zima people. Virus. All right, back to your story. Um, so Ebola light. Yeah, so all I went into is to get some like Theraflu or something yeah. and fucking bounce and go back home. That's all I wanted to do. Like Joy had already gone to bed because you know she's got to work at fucking five o'clock in the morning now, so she's getting up at three. So she's in bed by like eight thirty. It sucks, but uh, oh yeah, open that, open this can of whoop ass. Open that can of well being coffee cream brew. Um, it's actually really good. Is it? Yeah, try it. Yeah, you're you're you've been sipping on your scissor. Yeah, I just actually opened up my second one. Oh, did you? We started. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I opened my go. second one before we started. Well, I opened mine live. Yeah, try it. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll stop talking. Like. We'll try it. No, oh, you can tell your story while I take right. a sip. And, um, and yeah, so it was the, after he finally decided to leave, I, I looked at my watch. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? That was 30 minutes that I will never get back. Yeah. And uh, got my stuff and stopped <clears> at the, the new BK Lounge and uh, got me some, some grub. BK, oh, like Burger King? Yeah. Is that what they call it now? No, BK Lounge? No, Dane, Dane, uh, Dane Cook called it the BK Lounge when he did a, his stand-up, his first stand-up. I don't recall that. He said he used to run drive through at the BK Lounge. He would tell people, he was embarrassed to work at Burger King, so he would tell Why? girls that he worked at the BK Lounge. Oh, oh, he wor- okay, he worked there. Yeah, he worked there. Dane Cook, a, a yeah. name I have not heard in years. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, I... I always, when I hear Dane Cook, my, I don't know what, what comedy special this was in, but where he, and I don't know why it resonated with me. Just that one, just like kind of like certain jokes of Jim Gaffigan resonate. Mm-hmm. And this one joke where Dane Cook goes on and on about itchy buttholes and, and like how he can, he knows the dates of every time he's had an itchy asshole. Have you heard this? <laughs> no, routine? I haven't oh, heard yeah. that routine. Whichever routine, whatever special it was, you know, obviously years ago, but. Yeah, he does a whole bit on itchy buttholes. I don't know. It just I think it's because it's so out there and weird. Like, I, and I think when it, when he was talking, about it, I was like, you know, you have them so rare. Typically, some people probably have them way more than others, right, but they probably right. have, it's because they have dirty assholes. But yeah, we, yeah, I mean, you could probably like write down like every time you had itchy itchy asshole. Like, I don't know. It just kind of resonated. Like, not that <laughs> right. I do that. It just right. was interesting. Like, yeah, you know. I have only had an itchy asshole maybe like three times in my whole life. Right, like right. it's so rare, you probably could remember the dates. I guess if you wrote them down. I don't. Know. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, stupid. Now you're supposed to say, "Huh? Cool. Oh yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Really. <laughs> wow. No, I do the really. Yeah. You I know. Do, who, you know really who I'm that. imitating when I do that? Who? Because I do that a lot. I'll, really. Uh, Jim Stone. 
Oh, he, really? he used to do this all the time. I would, lo- I would kind of want to bring this up to Double T and be like, so when you would talk to Jim Stone and he, or be interviewing and he would always go, really? Really? Like when I do that, I'm imitating him because I took it as he does not give a fuck <laughs> what you're saying. And so I would always do the really imitating Jim Stone. Oh, and then my own thing was always interesting. Hmm. That's interesting. Like, uh, it's funny. Uh, Steve would always pick up on when I would say that I was clearly either about to throw a zinger in the direction of the person that's talking hmm. or I could give a fuck less. Interesting. When, yeah. It's interesting, right? Yeah, it is. But if you're telling us, yeah. I'm like, now if you can tell when I'm really interested is it'll be a different kind of interesting. Right. It's the interesting. Like there's a certain cadence yeah, yeah. that you know either a zinger's coming or I could care less. <laughs> I don't I don't think I use the same one any anymore. I, I really? Yeah. I think I just That was my Jim Stone I really. <laughs> I, I just I just kind of wait till they stop talking and then I'll say something. Whatever it is. Whatever random comes in my mouth. I just say it. So I think you do an entire podcast like that. <laughs> I, I, that too, that too. No, but like you know, if Joy's Joy's talking to me about something, and and I like if I'm not really paying attention, but I kind of am, I'll listen, and then I'm basically just staring at her mouth, and then when it stops, I'll, I'll throw in something. <laughs> I totally just busted myself out for that, but that's all right. Yeah, now she's gonna be like, really? <laughs> yeah, she she. I think she caught me the other day, but I was actually listening this time. To what she was saying, but I was, I was sitting at my computer. I was doing homework when she came home, and she was complaining about work. And I was actually really listening. And then she's like, "You're just patronizing me." I'm like, "No, seriously, I'm I, I'm genuinely listening." And uh, yeah, I love when you do that. Uh, it, it's more so happens with me. I'll be talking because I like to kind of go on rants. Mm-hmm. You know this, never, and never noticed. And I'll be on these rants, and at a certain point, I'll look over and. I can clearly tell my wife's like, in her head, she's screaming, shut the fuck up. I, I, I get it. Okay, I get it. Right. But I'm like, you're not even paying attention. Yeah, I am. All right, what was the last thing I said? And then they repeat the last four words that you said, and it's like, okay, anybody can do that. Mm-hmm. Because it, you're, it's a it's a general recall. How about you summarize the last 15 minutes? But you couldn't do that because yeah, okay. they weren't listening. Right. Anybody can repeat the last four words somebody said. What's mm-hmm. the last four words I said? Anybody can repeat the last four words I said. Oh, you actually did more than four words, yeah. but it's a anybody I wasn't can do go that. backwards and count just the last no. four. <laughs> but you, you know what I'm saying? I hate when yeah. you would do that and they do that. It's like, like joke on a dick already, you know? Yeah. So now that you've tried yes, the this this uh, coffee cream brew, what do you from think? Wellbeing? Now we had done this handful episodes ago, mm-hmm. the Wellbeing mm-hmm. and. At the time, we you could not find this one. Yep. And the IPA. Yeah, that you also have sitting in front of me, mm-hmm. which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Now you've had the IPA. We'll, IPA. We'll talk about that when I get to it. Yeah. The well-being coffee cream stout. The first right off the bat, first sip, it tastes like a real beer. Mm-hmm. It's this this brewery is phenomenal because their NA beer tastes like real beer. It mm-hmm. has. It, it's it's so strange, man. Yeah. It's a coffee milk stout. You can taste the coffee. You can taste the milk stout mm-hmm. portions of it. It has that real got, beer kind of. It's got a little atrophic taste of nutmeg and cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Dude, this it's uh it contains water, hops, malt, yeast, lactose, nutmeg, cinnamon, and clove. Mm-hmm. Uh, the coffee is by Mississippi Mud Coffee Roasters. Yep. Never heard of them, but 
this brewery is phenomenal mm-hmm. in in how they do this. I don't. It's so interesting to me. It's it's weird that they've only got four flavors. Well, I mean, I don't think that's weird. I think how, when did they start? I don't know. It's the question. Years back, I think. So I mean, give it time, and they could have a dude. That, whatever they're doing, they're doing it brilliantly. Yeah, and could easily expand into, you know, tons of other things. Yeah, yeah. I allow them to do like a peanut butter chocolate stout oh, or something. Oh, dude, get the fuck out of here! I know that would be phenomenal. Be great. Yeah, it's really good. But yeah, they've got really good beers. Um, I was excited to try it. Um, it was funny because. I was when I was in San Antonio. I was talking to a guy, the guy that lives in San Antonio. He's also I don't I don't think he does an A or anything, but he quit drinking completely many years ago. Quitter and uh, he drinks NA every once in a while. And he complains like, "Yeah, there's fucking nothing good out there." I was like, "Oh, actually, there is. There's this company here." Yeah. We looked him up, and there was a store that sold the, their beer like ten minutes from his house. Nice. So he was going to pick it up, but when we were on their site, they had a coupon right on the top, uh, fifteen dollars off a twenty four pack of this. Mm. And I'm like, fucking sold. So yeah. I ordered it right there in the bar when we were sitting there talking. I ordered the 24-pack of this. I got a four-pack of the IPA and an eight-pack of the uh, the other one that we like, the the honey wheat or yeah, whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. You didn't bring any honey wheat. No, you've already had it. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, no. should, we should just, uh, I guess I need to get some I'll throw in the fucking fridge here. It's good, dude. It's really Because it's stuff. nice that, like, I wouldn't feel so bad, like, having a beer now. But one of these because it like having a beer but not having a beer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. And then we could just bust them out if we're, if we're, if we're in the beer mode because you they taste like beers mm-hmm. but they're not. They're not. Yeah, it's, it's super awesome. Like it. it's so nice that they're finally coming around to getting good, really good craft NA beer, yeah. craft beer. Yeah. I mean, rather than the shitty like O'Doul's or. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Sharps. Zima. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, Sharps. Yeah. So, obviously everyone knows that I like Netflix a lot. <clears throat> um, have you seen, they've got a new Pete Davidson special out? No. Oh my God, it's actually really funny. I'm not a huge fan of him. I wasn't until he I watched the stand-up. <laughs> I watched the stand-up, it was really funny. I really liked it. Really? I was really impressed. Yeah, I laughed a couple times. And I don't usually laugh out loud when I'm watching a comedian. I'm usually like, <laughs> Or like, oh, that eh, reminds yeah. me of something. But I, I watched it, and I, I actually laughed a couple times out loud. He was actually pretty funny. So Pete Davidson from SNL. Yep. I don't know. I, I, I don't have much to say about it, because I, I'm not a huge fan of him. A lot of people either love... He's one of those people that you either love or hate. Yeah. You know? I don't and, hate uh, him. I'm just not interested in him. I, watch his stand-up. You might like it. All right. It was like an hour long or something. I have seen it in the queue or yeah. whatever. I've seen it there. I'll have to click on it. Yeah, I've had a lot of time at night to watch TV because she goes to bed so fucking early now. You yeah. Know? So I'll do homework and then I'll well, what, fucking Okay, what time do you go to work? Eight. Well, I leave the house usually between 7 and 7.15. Right. And she has to be to work at... at 5 a.m. See, that's why. Well, yeah, she works 5 to 2 every day now. So she's in bed by 8.30, quarter yeah. to 9, the latest. You know, because she's got to get up at 3 so, Yeah, she's getting up fucking way earlier than you. Yeah, but see, here's You're the thing. a night owl, here's, though, This too. is what really fucks all last week. Like, so when I went to San Antonio, I got no sleep because I was busy. I get home, and I had that really long day Friday because we podcasted, and then I went and tattooed, and I went into dinner, and I didn't get home till like, midnight. It was a long day. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking catch up sleep next week. Well, no. 
So she gets up at 3 o'clock, lets the dogs out, gets ready, and then usually we'll say goodbye between 4.30 and quarter to 5. Um, and I go right back to bed. The last Every day this week, the dogs have not let me go back to bed. So I've been up. I go to bed between midnight and 1 or maybe later, and then I'm up by fucking 4.30. the dogs o'clock. won't let you go back to They'll bed? They'll jump on my bed and like lick my face. Oh, and, like and, excited. They'll then wake up, Yeah, Dad. Yeah, yeah. Like, Mom's up. Why the fuck aren't you up? Like, let's go do yeah. stuff. And I'm like, no, it's fucking 4 o'clock in the morning. Let's go back to fucking bed, you know? Yeah. Or, like, Joy will get up at 3, let... Because the girl dog sleeps in our room. Boy dog sleeps outside. Or out in our room. <laughs> Not outside, outside, but out of our room. Yeah, Peter was and about to. So she'll let the dog out, and then the girl dog will come back into bed. Or if she doesn't want to go out for whatever reason, she'll stay in bed with me because she she's tired or whatever the fuck. Well, then Joy will shut the door, and she'll be in the bed, other rooms getting ready, making breakfast, whatever she's doing. And then Harley will decide she wants to go out, and because Joy's not around, she's got to wake me up to let her outside. So she'll fucking start pawing at my face or licking my face or panting or she'll jump down and whine. And if Joy doesn't hear it, it wakes me up. And then I got, I got to walk out of the bedroom and say, hey, can you let her out? And then I'm up already. You know, once yeah. I get up and move, it's, it's all over. You can't go back to bed? I try. I try. It's hard. And what usually will happen is I'll get up like the last time on Tuesday when I worked, got up at like quarter to five, I think. And, uh, I laid on watch TV, got up dressed showered and shit you know and then uh, it was like seven o'clock I'm like, all right well about 15 20 minutes before i gotta work they said you know start fucking nodding mm. off and i'm like fuck the worst yeah you know and then i'm, then I'm like and then i go to work like super fucking tired you know and i went into work and the eight o'clock manager or the manager was there at eight o'clock with me he's like dude you look tired as fuck i'm like yeah i've been up since like quarter to fucking four like i'm tired or quarter to five what time it was like i'm tired I didn't get any sleep i'm tired he's like, well, go home I'm, like, I'm not fucking go home like he's like well go ahead no like, nah, i'm good man so i stayed all day but you push yeah. through. I push through. Yeah, you know, and it doesn't help that I take Benadryl every morning. So just so you cannot have so I don't allergy. have allergy problems. Yeah. yeah, and that the Benadryl I take puts me out. Yeah, and so like usually even coming here, a lot of times towards the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, you know, start drooling and shit while we're talking. About the time we would normally start a think tank is when yeah, because we'd always in, do yeah. those last. Yeah, well, we haven't done them in a while, but yeah, that's what yeah because and then. I always assumed it's, well, there goes Ryan droning on again, and Dave's <laughs> no, fucking falling asleep. No, it's because you're, dr- you're, you're drugged up. Your yeah. Drenabil, yeah. as I almost called it. My, my Drenabil kicked in. So. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, you, you, you said, like, uh, you said something about giggling. Mm. I said laugh out loud, and then I kind of just, just make like a little laugh or a ha-ha or something. Well, it reminded me of something right. that I had to deal with. <laughs> I hate this. And you tell me if this ever happened to you. Yes, it happens to me all the time. Really? Yeah. Isn't it interesting? It is. Uh-huh. <laughs> cool. So I was at the gym just the other night. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever been in A-Planet Fitness. Yep. But there's like literally 147 treadmills mm-hmm. in Planet Fitness. Almost every single one has like, yeah, sh- they have a shit ton. It's in their country. They have to have 145. So the yeah. fact that they had two extra is actually yeah, pretty cool. It's fascinating. Well, I was actually on 147. Mm-hmm. And they're in rows, you know, of like mm-hmm. 50. Right. Because <laughs> there's only three rows. So yeah. 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 Makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I was at, I was on 147. And I go at like midnight. So there's like not, you know, granted, they're 24 hours a day. There's people there, but that's hardly anybody there. 
in general. It's, you know, five people in there. And I, it's me and I know two of the other people that are there. So it'd be like, you know, two or three other random people that I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's nobody on any fucking treadmill when I get on. 15 minutes into me on the treadmill, this weird guy, he's got long fucking like, uh, 70s, 80s rock star fucking, you know, long, right. like chick hair, but it's a dude and it's poofed out. I'm going to give you one guess which treadmill he got on, Dave. 146. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You have 146 other treadmills. Mm-hmm. And you picked the one right next to me. This is terrorism. Literally, this is this is terrorist activity. And you don't know how bad. Like, I pushed through. Uh, okay, so then it gets worse. So it's already, I'm fucking level eight angry at this guy. Because mm-hmm. who does this? Right. It's the, it, it's the equivalent of you're in a uh, restroom pissing at a urinal or taking a shit. And there's 25 urinals or 25 stalls, depending on whichever one you're doing, open. And somebody comes in and goes to the one right next to you. There's a a level of queer to that. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you doing that when there's, I mean, it's a, I think it's an unwritten rule that if you walk in and there's someone at stall number one or urinal number one and all the other ones are open... You go to three. You don't yep. go to two. You go to three. Or yep. you go to nine. You you, you mm-hmm. give yourself some... Why do you go to the next one? Who are these people? Right. These, these people are insane. Okay, so this fucking weirdo right next to me. Instantly, I'm thinking either he's attracted to me or he doesn't understand this. Or he's mm-hmm. fucking with me. I'm not sure. It's, it's one of these things. He, he gets on the treadmill, and I'm fucking walking, whatever, and... He's got a like a little grocery bag with him. What the fuck's he doing? He pulls out a comic book. <laughs> but it's like a superhero comic. Not like a fucking Archie's funnies. Right. It's a like you know, he just glanced at it. Kinda looked like not as cool as a Deadpool, but like uh I don't know, it had fucking swords and knives and shit like all whatever. Right, right. Okay, I have no idea because I don't care. Gets puts his little fucking comic book up there and then he's starts his walking or whatever and then the next thing you hear is i'm gonna back away from the mic (laughs) this is how he laughs like he's fucking spongebob (laughs) while he's reading his comic and walking then he starts running and and he's doing this like so he he's he's running and then he holds on to the sidebars Mm -hmm. and just kind of lets his feet kind of move but he's not really you're not doing anything when you do that right you ever see these people on treadmill oh, yeah, yeah. who who you're, you're bracing yourself up. but letting your feet still mm-hmm. move but you're not really like you're not getting anything out of it right so this he's doing this <laughs> like the the there was one girl in front of like on the row in front or an elliptical or something every time he did this fucking SpongeBob laugh this girl kept turning around giving him a dirty look because she's probably thinking. This motherfucker's laughing at my fat ass on this elliptical. Mm-hmm. Made I could tell it made her really uncomfortable. I'm instantly starting to think, now this chick probably thinks this is my friend because he's right next to me. Right. Like, I it, it took every ounce of power in me to not 
push him off his fucking treadmill. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted mm-hmm. to, I, I wanted to fight this guy. Mm-hmm. So then it gets worse. Finally, I get, I get done, whatever. And, you know, I, whatever. Uh, a buddy I was at the gym with, he, uh, he stayed and worked out longer. He was, he says, he, cause we were, we talked about this the next day at work, this weird guy. And he said when he was in the locker room, like getting ready to leave, he was like changing his shirt cause he was all sweaty or whatever. He said, this guy came from the showers. All right. Dave, you've been in the locker room. Yep. You played on a sports team of some kind at some mm-hmm. point in your mm-hmm. illustrious career. Mm-hmm. Typically when you're in, a locker room, you know, you'd come out of the shower, you'd maybe have the towel wrapped around your cock mm-hmm. and your ass, you know, and you'd go over to your locker and, you know, I'm not saying you, you do the whole pull your underwear up with the towel still on, but, you know, you maybe set the towel down with your dick facing the fucking locker. locker you yeah. pull your shit up so if anybody's, like, look, looking around, you see your ass, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't typically stand there like, hey, everybody, look at my cock. Right. Because unless you're gay, like... And not saying that's a bad thing, but, you know, it's not typically something I've ever seen in a locker room where dudes are just like, you know, balls out, hey, let's do this. You know, unless you're 85 years old say, I've seen and you put your, your that, leg up yeah. on the bench, which is a complete unnecessary move, they're trying to get you to look at their cock. Mm-hmm. It's an old man trick. Not, but that's different. That's like a generational thing. Yeah. Okay, so... Supposedly, according to my buddy who was at the gym changing his shirt before he left, this guy comes out of the shower area, no towel, balls out, you know, whatever, and he's like fucking walking around like, like it's not a huge locker room, mm-hmm. and he's not going to his locker. He's just walking around the locker room like, like he's air drying <laughs> with his dick hang, like everything's just whatever and. And my buddy was like, like I, I wasn't sure if he was gonna like fuck me or shank me. Like he was <laughs> acting so easy. Like I, I was ready to bow up and beat the shit out of him because, you know, dude, just he was he was erratic. It was one of these weird like, really? oh, he's a weird guy. Like, I know it's a no judgment zone at Planet Fitness, but I, I'm judging. Yeah, we too. Like, sorry, bro, you can't be here no more. Like, that's you're too weird. Right. I'm sorry, you just can't be here. Yeah, it's weird. a weird guy. Uh. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand yeah. the people that go to the thing right next to you when there's several open ones. Like, g- yeah. give me some space. See, no, there's there's the two people like that. There's the guy that will be the first one in, and there's three stalls or three urinals. One, two, three, and the guy goes to number two. Mm-hmm. That's a cock dick move, but it also ensures no one's going to stand next to him unless they're gay, or he's gay and he wants them to. Um, so I've gone into restrooms and there's been dude in stall number two and there's or urinal number two and one and three are open. I'll go fucking stand in a stall. Yeah. I won't go okay. next to him. Because, well, that's that's the pecking order of how yeah. this works. Yeah. That's just how it works. There, yeah, there's that guy. But that guy's not as bad as the guy who, I'm at one, two and three are open, and all the stalls are open, and you go to two. What yeah. the fuck is that? Yeah, that's bad. I want to understand the disconnect in the social understanding of how this shit works. Where... Are they doing it to fuck with you? Do they have a disconnect where they're not understanding the social way of things? Mm-hmm. Or, or is there a third option that I'm unaware of? Like, I don't... 
or are they gay? Like, uh, is it a gay thing? I don't. I don't know. I'm yeah. not trying to be a douche here. I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. And and then do do women have this same complaint? Like, I'm curious. No, because they've got all stalls. They yeah, just, I get that. You know, obviously, they don't have urinals. But do the do women have this issue where? All right, you have ten stalls. Woman one walks in and she goes to one. So woman two walks in. Does she go to two or does she go to four or three or ten? I mean. And and then if they're all open and a woman in one, some other bitch comes in and goes to two when the rest of them are open, do they have this, like, what the fuck's this bitch doing? Like, how guys, like, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't bother some dudes. I don't get it, though. I, oh, to me, yeah, it's yeah. like there's a there's a thing here that you just don't do this. If you're at, like, Wrigley Field mm-hmm. and or in any kind of thing and, and you have ten stalls and they're all being used, you go to the next one that's open. Mm-hmm. I get it. That's totally different. But we're talking about an empty bathroom here. Yeah. And two people are in it. Why does the person... I wonder if women have that same issue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We need some women to weigh in on this because... I don't know. I don't either. Um, yeah. It's frustrating. Uh, I'll, I have something else to talk about on Netflix. Yeah. But first I want to get into something else I got in the mail. Yeah, you know, I got my my trump card. Yeah, what else did you get? So I got this this interesting thing here, Dave. So I paid my car off recently. Mm-hmm. Paid it off early. Okay, congratulations. And I get this fucking uh, packet here of shit. It's like the, uh, you know, it gives you all the thing like when you signed up for a credit card, how you get all the mm-hmm. or privacy, whatever, and all this shit, like right. your user agreement and all this nonsense. So I get this thing, and it's you know it feels like there's a credit card, and I'm like, well, I haven't applied for any credit cards. But I get this thing, and it says, we would like to thank you for doing business with blah, blah, blah. You are entitled to a refund due to an overpayment on your auto loan. Nice. Hmm, exciting. Mm-hmm. Somehow I overpaid. So they send me this fucking, it's a, it's not a, it, this is not a credit card. It is a pre, prepaid uh MasterCard that can be used everywhere debit MasterCard is accepted. This card does not have ATM access, but yet you have to call this number to activate it uh, right, yeah, and, and obtain a PIN, and you can't use it until you have the PIN, all this shit, okay? So i got to go through all this nonsense, and you see all the paperwork, plus the envelope it gets mailed in, right. and the card to have it made, you know, you have to have the card made. So... Typically, on average, how much would you say all the paperwork, the em- the envelope, and all that would cost the company to have mailed this out to me? I don't know, like two bucks. Okay. You, I don't know how much is on the card, Dave? Like 50 cents. Four cents. Are you serious? The fucking card has <laughs> four cents on it. You mailed me, we'll go with your number, $2 worth of shit for four pennies. Wow. You could have just fucking put four pennies in a goddamn envelope and mailed it to me. Or not even giving it to you. Or just said, pennies. fuck it, it's yeah. four pennies. I don't know anybody that the is so itself. hard up for... Yeah, the stamp itself costs more than the fucking... The whole thing is... Ret- like, do I even want to waste my time activating this card for four cents? Yeah, no shit. I mean, I've given it two minutes on the podcast, but to me that's wow. different. What are we doing? This is... Wow. Remember when I saved all junk mail for a year and I mm-hmm. had the picture... Of the astronomical amount of shit that, yeah. that's just wasted in paper that nobody should be getting because it's all garbage. Four cents. 
and they have spent how much money to mail this to me? But the card itself had to cost more than four cents to make. You would think. Four cents. Like my yeah, they have a card. It has my fucking name on it. It has an expiration date. It has like the, the amount you paid somebody to process this costs more than the four cents. Like yeah, this I'm whole sure. thing, you are the company is fifty dollars in on this whole thing. When you talk about the cents. the hourly pay of somebody to process this particular thing, mm. the the card, the paper, the the ink, the stamp, all this shit, you yeah. you, you at least spent fifty dollars on sending me four cents. What a fucking waste. I don't know anybody in this world, even the poorest person I know, could give a fuck less about four pennies. Yeah, no shit. That's, wow. I think there should be a rule. If it's under 50 cents, don't fuck with it. I would say under, under like a so dollar. So I'm pretty proud that I overpaid my car loan by four cents. Though. Yeah. I mean, that looks really good on my credit report. Yeah, it does. Because I'm sure it makes a it fucking only, difference. It only looks good if you use that debit card. That's tied into your credit. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to waste an hour of my time calling this number, yeah. setting up a pin, to then walk into Walmart and say, oh, man, i got to find something for four cents. You're not going to find no! it. No! And it's stupid. Hang on a second. My $130 uh, groceries. Swipe this card real quick. <laughs> so, your, uh, sir, your total is $130 even. All right, let me swipe this card. All right, your new total is one hundred and twenty-nine dollars and eighty or It'd be ninety-six ninety-six cents. cents. <laughs> like I, I kind of want to do this and be like, like act like, oh man, this whole thing's gonna be paid for right here. Then they do it and they tell me the four cents cheaper. I'm like, no, that's wrong. There's no there. There is at least two hundred dollars. I see that. Well, he said there's two hundred dollars. We'll just take it off and like maybe I'll get it all for free. Or yeah, that won't work. No, I'm just like it's such a fucking waste. Yeah, it's a big time wasting. Fascinating that they would go through the process for four cents. You should call them. <laughs> should I and ask like yeah. why the fuck they wasted their time? Yeah, let's do it. All right, fuck it. I'm gonna call this number right here. Actually, yeah. All right, here I'm gonna dial it right now. Hello, thank you for calling the overpayment refund department. My name is Bill. How can I help you? Uh, yeah, hi, Bill. Um, so I have a, I have a question. Maybe you sure. can help me with. That's why I'm here. Um, I got this thing in the mail from you guys. Uh, I had fantastic. I had uh, apparently overpaid on my auto loan. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people have been getting those lately, and that's why we created an entire department just to handle the overpayment refunds. Yeah, well, it's nice now that in Trump's economy we can actually afford to pay shit off. Anyways, um, so I got this. This uh, refund card you guys sent me, mm-hmm. um, I, I guess my, my main concern with this thing here is that, uh, so, like, you send me all the all the documents to the, uh, you know, in the envelope. With yeah, the, all, the, all the financial information yeah, yeah, is the, there. You the know. agreement, yep. the, all this privacy policy, right. all this shit, and then uh, in the card, and it's got my name on it, it's got an expiration, it's got these numbers. Yeah, that is a regular master debit card that you can use, does not access the ATM functions. Right, right. But you can use that card anywhere that accepts MasterCard debit or credit cards. Right. And Are and you calling today to activate your no, I Well, I'm actually, I guess I could while I'm on the phone here, but... Sure, we can handle that. Um, yeah, I, I have to, like, call and activate for a PIN, and then when mm-hmm. I go to swipe this, I'd have to put in my PIN, all this Correct, stuff. Yeah. Okay. My issue here is that the refunds for four cents, I feel like just your wage alone is, isn't, you're getting paid more than four cents, correct, Bill? Uh, yes, yes, I am. Okay. So, so 
not that you do this, but somebody in your office is processing these. You're having these cards made up. You're you're printing all this ink on this mm-hmm. paper, all this stuff. You're mailing it out. The stamp alone is more than the refund. Maybe a phone call and saying, "Hey, bro, do you want the four cents?" Would suffice. Like maybe, well, maybe I would say no. Keep the four cents, and right, if we right. just call it even. Like I don't well, understand. It's a to, waste of paper. It's a due waste to of federal everything. laws. Uh, we are we are obligated to send you back your refund because you yeah, but overpaid. It's four cents. Correct. I understand. It could be two cents. It could be one. Cent. I've actually sent one out for one penny before. Really? I have. I now, have. now, now, has it ever been discussed in your your company, like in a meeting, where hey, maybe if it's Literally, such a low amount, it becomes a waste of money and oh, time. See, now it's your money, and you know, me being myself, if I overpaid something, I'd want my money back, regardless of the dollar amount that it is. So, yeah, we we send it back because, like I said, by law, you sign a contract to pay for a, a vehicle through financing in the financing company. But because you paid it off early, you did get to save yourself some money. Uh, in this case, you said it was forty cents. Uh, no, four cents. Oh, four. Okay. Four yeah, pennies. Right, four. Yeah, four cents. So we can't send cash or coin in the mail. We have to send you a check or a card of card. And in this instance, we decided that a lot of people use debit cards. So we sent you out a debit card, and uh, it's actually cheaper for us to send out a debit card as opposed to a check. So we do send you out a debit card. Uh, but... How? I guess, I guess I don't understand the... Well, the, let me give you the breakdown. Yeah, I would love so, that. So how it goes is, so we've got Steve... Uh-huh. Steve is the actual finance guy in our department. He's the one that gets the payment, uh, the, the payment and the overpayment amount. Mm-hmm. He decides that, like in your instance, you overpaid by four cents. He then sends it to Susie. Mm-hmm. Susie then drafts the letter. Susie then hands the letter and the information from Steve to Gail. Gail's the one that actually puts it all in the system so we can generate that debit card for you. Mm-hmm. Gail, in turn, gives it to Bernie. Bernie then just double-checks everything that you have to make sure everything's right. Bernie then hands it to Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick actually just started working here last month, so he sometimes sends an extra mail, so sometimes you might actually get your your financial and your agreement and all that stuff, two copies of that. Mm-hmm. We're working on Fitzpatrick. He's not from the state, so he is a little hard at understanding English, so sometimes he puts the wrong stuff in, which then creates a whole other issue if... Gloria doesn't actually catch it. Now, Gloria goes after Fitzpatrick. She's the one actually prints out your debit card. Okay, uh-huh. Gloria and then turn gives it to me. I get the whole entire packet. I verify that your credit card or your debit card is uh, right with the right account number, has the right dollar amount on it, has your name spelled properly, has an expiration date, uh, and then you have your your letter, your your agreement letter, your financing information, all that stuff. I put it in a packet. Make sure that you don't have two copies. Sometimes I do miss my coffee, and I do have extra cop- copies in there, and I do apologize. But uh, then once I'm done, mm-hmm. I ship it off to my boss, Ted. Ted then will actually put the denomination of the money refund onto your credit card, mm-hmm. at which point then everything is finalized. We send it to the vice president of the company. He signs off on it, actually calls MasterCard, and authorizes your, your credit card money to make sure everything's right and ready to go, in which turn then we get it to the mailing department. Mm-hmm. And there's usually four or five different people that work in the mailing department, and depending on what day of the week that this card, card and everything was gone through, depends on how people are actually there. They, in turn, then put out the actual name and address of the person that's going to. 
on the envelope. Mm-hmm. Another person then will stuff the envelope, uh, 100% make sure it's ready. Another person actually licks the envelope to seal it. And then that person then gives it to the last person, which is the manager of uh, shipping, uh, the department. And they, in turn, actually weigh it and put the uh, postage on there, in which term then our intern comes, picks up all the mail that goes outgoing, and he delivers it to the post office, in which case I don't know how the post office handles it. But that's pretty much start to finish how this all happens to you. So it's it's very interesting, the process. Um, and, and just through that, I kind of – I was counting. So anywhere between 14 and 16 people are touching – this four cent refund that you right. sent me. Mm-hmm. Now, if 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 I'm just going off a, and I'm assuming, Bill, because you're very good at your job, you get paid more than minimum wage. But at the very least, everybody was getting paid a minimum wage mm-hmm. to do this process. We're talking hundreds and hundreds of dollars put into mm-hmm. sending me a four cent refund. Now, I'm not telling you guys how to do your job, but what I am going to do is is have you write this down and maybe bring this up to your boss and your boss's boss or however you want to handle this. Sure. I think in the case of a four-cent refund or you guys determine, maybe a phone call to, say, me saying, hey, we're with this company. We have your overpayment. Your overpayment was four cents. Uh, one, maybe ask me how I would like that refund being in a debit card or a check or something or just say do you even want us to waste our time on this because i mean, feel like we could save you your company lots of money well, see, here's and the... lots of time i feel like this is very time consuming from no. start to finish bill how long do you think it would take from the time you guys get my payment of the overpayment to the time it goes out the door uh on a good when it's not a lot of customers getting overpayment refunds i would say three days okay three days 16 people touching it, mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds of dollars being mm-hmm. wasted. Mm-hmm. Like, who's paying for that? So here, here's the situation. Now, the finance company uh, does not give us your phone number. We would have to pay for your phone number, and that's a whole third-party client agreement that you sign off on when you sign the agreement with the bank. So we don't have your phone number to call you. And we used to actually spend money to buy our our customers' phone numbers to call them and ask them. And we've had four instances where the individual had, we'll say actually seven cents or more, but mm-hmm. less than 20 cents. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've called them, contacted them, asked in the same situation. Do they want it by, uh, by phone or they want it by check or by credit card? They in turn say, I don't want it. It's a waste of time. I don't want to spend the gas money to go to the bank and cash it. So don't even bother. So we didn't. And then we actually got sued. By not offer, not giving them, but their by money them back. saying they don't want it, I believe that's like an, a verbal agreement that well, you guys could use. Do not record these court. calls. We do, we do not uh, record all the calls. Uh, see, that's there's it's a random. fuck up on your part. Um, then. So we do, we did actually try that, um, and we got sued, and got they, sued. they they all won uh, upwards of two point five million dollars <laughs> on each. Each one of those. Yeah, but I don't so understand now, how you guys are still in business. I really we, don't. Uh, so we have to we have to send it out every time. Now let me tell you why we don't write a check anymore. Well, I now, don't care about. Take the check, those sixteen people. <laughs> take one person out. The person that handles the debit card portion. Uh-huh. Take that person out. Now they have to write a check. They have to then give the check to the managing partner who has to sign off on it. And then the managing partner will then hand it to another person who actually physically hands and signs the check. 
Right. And then they in turn have to have it to the oh, finance company. Couldn't all this company. be done automated though? Don't you guys have that no, process? No, we don't have that process. This is a, a small individual. There's only there's only two thousand people that work for this company, and uh, <laughs> and literally we, a third of them go through the process. Right. And this is every customer is overpaid. I, I, we have a lot of customers overpaid. Bill, we, I don't it, understand how your company law. stays. How do you guys make money? Is my that's my next. So question. we're part of a uh, different group. We have different functions, and this is just a small function of this the company. This is just one department. One department. Yeah, we do have. Uh, so you do financing in general. Yeah, so, we do financing in general. Yeah. So we you're do making money on sales. the interest and yeah, we do like telemarketing. Yeah. We sell uh, tickets to like the, the sheriff's balls and things of that nature. Uh-huh. So uh, we do sell. You guys uh, have anything to do with Snuggle Buddies, Benny? We do not. Okay, uh, I have heard curious. of that company. A buddy of mine uses it, um, but uh, no, I've never had the, the desire to use. It. I actually, you know, I, well, I was asking if you use because, it. I just thought maybe you guys handle. No, them. no, we don't handle them. But no, I do actually. I mean, this isn't recorded, so I can say this verbally and not get in trouble. Um, but uh, I do, I do like prostitutes um, oh. because actually, <laughs> it's interesting. The whole difference between prostitutes and Snuggle Buddies is you can actually pay someone to have sex with you or yeah. give you oral sexual intercourse. Yeah, and, that's why I don't use and, Snuggle uh, Buddies either. But yeah, so there's a lot of other companies. You know, we sell cars. Uh, we, we do actually do financing. We, ha- we make So that's cars. how you guys are making money. Yeah, we, ha- so we really, sell Ambit Energy. Um, we do that. We do Amway. Um, so the kind of this whole like refund department, mm-hmm. it's kind of like it doesn't matter how much is being spent there because you're making all so much more money in like the interest and all these right. other mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. that are part of this company. This is kind of like it doesn't matter that sixteen people and their time and wages are being spent on this because hey, that four cents is yours. Our job is to get it back to you, Correct. so that we don't get sued. Right. Doesn't matter what it's going to cost us because ultimately, the uh, what we're making outweighs what we're losing. Right. And there is, if you read the finance agreement of your debit card that you got for your overpayment refund, there is finance charges. So if that, if you uh, do not use that card every month, we do charge you an interest rate on that. And so of your four cents, we would get money from that as well. Yeah, I see here. Please note that the $3 monthly fee does not apply during the first 12 months. But if I don't use it after that 12-month period, now you're charging me a $3 fee Correct. for not using it. Yep. Well, it's four cents. So would you just take the four, or would I then owe you money? You would actually owe us $2.96. Oh, that's absolutely ridiculous. And <laughs> if you, if you absolutely don't, ridiculous. And then, at that point, then you would not have a balance anymore, and you'd have to close out the account in order for so us to would, charge you so then every month. If I never paid the two ninety six, would you turn me over to collections? Yes, you would. <laughs> so, so literally this process is you're giving me a refund mm-hmm. for such a minute amount, I don't feel like I should waste my time. Yet I've wasted time calling you. But ultimately, if I don't use the four cents, mm-hmm. I will potentially owe you two dollars and ninety six cents. Correct. So I have to use the four cents. You have to use the four cents because it is a fucking crime. Yeah, in my, I'm going to sue you guys for that. Well, you can't because it's <laughs> well, all written I can. in. You can sue. Yeah, but I didn't agree to this in the first place, and it's kind of your fuck up for because I'm making my payment, and and you have. You have the amount on the bill that says you owe X amount, but here's your monthly payment. And I pay that amount, but because of timing of the month or whatever is how I... Now, what if I had been underpaid by $0.04? I would still owe you $0.04. Correct. So then if I wrote or paid the $0.04, but the interest added another penny, technically I could never actually be... So you'd almost have to overpay. So then this is just another way to fuck me on the back end if I don't use my $0.04, because now you're going to charge me... 
two ninety six for not using the four cents. Sure. And sure. then you're turning me over to collections, mm-hmm. and then it turns into from two ninety six to two hundred and fucking eighty dollars. Yeah. Like it's fucking outrageous, stupid. Well, what I what I would suggest to you, sir, are you married? It's none of your goddamn business. All right. Well, if you are, <laughs> I would say go out and buy your wife something nice with your debit card and call it a day. For four cents. Well, yeah, you'd have to pay the difference, but yes. I'm going to go buy a pack of gum. That'd be great, sir. That's, I think, that, I mean, it's four cents. I like, understand. It's your four cents, sir, to do whatever you want. So with it. I guess. I mean, literally else? this phone call has cost you and me more money than what this whole thing's worth. Yeah. I'm just trying to help you guys out. As a customer, I don't understand this process. I feel like it's a fucking giant waste of money and time. Well, I can break you through the process one more time. <laughs> no, I, I'm good on that. And you know, you know what? Yes, <laughs> do that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't want to waste your time. Though. Okay. I, uh, I, I'm just confused. Uh, thanks for sending me the four cents, I guess. Absolutely. Thanks for being a customer. We appreciate your business. Yeah. Uh, okay. Have a stellar day, sir. Bye, Bill. Okay, well, that's irritating. <laughs> it really is. I, he seemed like a nice guy. It, he. Okay, <laughs> that's all I can really say. I, I don't. I feel like I get nowhere. Yeah, that's I mean, much. I don't know if I was it really trying to get anywhere. It's not like I was trying to get more money, but like to me, it's just a waste. I feel like mm-hmm. these companies waste so much. I don't know. I mean. Yeah. But they have a policy. They got to go. You know, got to do so their thing. stupid, though. They're just doing their jobs. You know, it, it. Just keep doing what you're doing. You know, yeah. there's a lot of that in this world, and <laughs> it. Does, I actually I caught know. myself saying that to somebody. Did you at work? Yeah. <laughs> so so it gets handed to you for years, and then all of a sudden you get into a similar position, and now you start throwing it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, one of the new guys came up to me and was, was worried about his numbers. I'm like, hey, man, you're getting there. Just keep doing what you're doing because you're going to get there. <laughs> Dude, you're like, oh, fuck. As soon as he walked away, I was like, I can't believe I said that. But I, I get what I was trying to say. It was like, you know, it'll come in time. Mm-hmm. Like, you're still new. You've only been doing the job for a month. Like, don't freak out. Like, just keep working at it. And, I yeah, I just said, just keep doing what you're doing. And I walked away going, God damn it. Yeah. Fuck. Oh well, that's funny. It's funny that it yeah. it, it all comes around. It does. You know, it's it's interesting to me. Yeah. But I feel like it, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, oh. I mean, I had heard you talk about that all the time, and and even I caught myself doing it when I did your review that one year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I have seen some improvement. I don't yeah. want to do another evaluation until yeah. it's time, but yeah, we're. we're I would due. say just it, like. Uh, right now, you know, a third of the way into into twenty twenty, you know, just keep doing what you're doing, Dave. Cool, you're doing cool. good. Thanks, man. I'll try. <laughs> is it as irritating when you hear it now? I, no, I've, I'm kind of immune to it now. Yeah, like it just <laughs> whatever. Yeah, all, all the sayings now just don't do shit to me anymore. They it's have funny. no impact on my life anymore. No, nah, none. Interesting. <laughs> really? <laughs> but. Really? Uh, yeah. So Netflix. Yeah. Have you seen the uh, Unabomber show they have? No, on they've got a Unabomber one on. Yeah, it's a four episode deal. Um, that's what I watched this week. Uh, you watched uh, 
Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. I was going to say Tommy Davidson. I knew it wasn't it. No, Pete. They're completely different colors. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they have a, a four-episode like mini-series thing. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, Unabomber in his words, or his in his own words, or something like that. Um, where throughout the four-episode series, they are playing. I never knew this. Uh, they had inter- this lady had interviewed him and like recorded the audio, and they're like playing like okay. What's your recollection of the Unabomber? Like, if I said, tell me about the Unabomber in two minutes or less. What um, do you remember about it? Basically, Ted Kaczynski was his name, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was a super smart, like, I think he was a professor or something like that, and uh, was pissed off at, at the college and sent them a bomb and then ended up, and he lived, like, way off the grid in some fucking, like, Colorado fucking mountain shack. Or something, if I remember correctly. And, uh, yeah, they they actually had a FBI file on him, if I remember correctly, but they didn't do anything about it. They had, fuck this guy. He just lives in a shack. It's nothing to do or whatever. But he sent out, like, four bombs, I think, to four different places. They were all schools, if I remember correctly. But they, they did end up catching him. That's all I remember. Right. So you have some of those things kind of right. Well, I mean, I'm not doing the history no, no. show, so I'm not trying to no, think No, really. but that's not what I'm getting at here. Yeah, no. Because my recollection is very similar to yours. Mm-hmm. But when you watch this show, he had started doing these bombs in the 70s. Yeah. He had been going from, okay, and he so he was a professor. He was a math genius, mm-hmm. I guess. He had he had, had uh, two degrees. He, had, he was really smart. Um, he was bombing... Um, Universities, uh, airplanes, and uh, like computer tech stores. His whole basis behind everything was um, the environment. He was a kind of like an environmentalist mm-hmm. and anti-technology. Uh, his shack was in Montana. That's close. Yeah, and. Um, and it was way more than uh, four bombs. It was like 16, hmm. which is crazy because I don't, my recollection is like two or three. Yours was four. Mm-hmm. 16. Like, I learned a lot from this fucking thing. And, like, they interviewed the dude's, Ted's brother, who uh, ultimately was the one that turned him turned in. Turned him in. Yeah, remember that now. And, yeah. and it was, wasn't even Ted's brother. It was Ted's brother's wife who had... Because when Ted wanted, he wanted, I didn't know any of this, dude. I, I'm telling you, there was so much I didn't never, I never even knew about the, I never even thought about, like, the trial that they had afterwards. His attorneys wanted to uh, go with the insanity mm-hmm. angle, and Ted was pissed. He's like, I'm not insane, though. Like, like every, like, if you go with the insanity defense, it shits on everything I was doing. I was doing all this knowing full well what I was like. He's literally saying, I knew what I was doing, full well what I was doing, and I have no regrets about doing any of it because I still believe what it is. It's not, I'm not crazy. I just believe it. And then, uh, so he had, he wanted the newspaper to print this manifesto of his. They printed it. His brother's wife read this manifesto. And then went back and was reading um, 
Ted's writings that his brother had had or saved or something and was like told his brother, I, I think your brother is the fucking Unabomber. And his brother's like, no, 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 he couldn't be. And then after he started reading, then she made him read the manifesto knowing what the, the other letter and he's like, yeah, I think it is. So then they right. fucking turned him in and all this. And then, um, it was really interesting, dude. And, uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Um, fuck. Lost my train of thought. It was, um, Time oh, trial. No, no. Uh, so in like, uh, I guess, yeah, with the trial, cause he was so adamant that they don't go the insanity defense. Mm-hmm. His attorneys had been digging and like digged into Ted's life and all this and found out that in the 60s, while he was at, I want to say it was Harvard, he was, he was, uh, attending, he was, well, I think he was attending school there, like when he was attending Harvard. Mm-hmm. He had signed up to be part of these experiments. That were CIA really? <laughs> run things to basically like take. So like, for instance, this is kind of what it would be. You wrote Dave's not here. Yep. You're proud of that work. Yep. The experiment would be you have signed up for the, this experiment. You hand me the book. I read it. And then I sit down with you after I've read it. You're proud of your work, and then I shit on it. I completely destroy everything in your book. I tell you how everything, you know, whatever. I just destroy it, shit on it. Mm-hmm. The experiment is to see how you react to that. This is what the experiment is. So Ted had all these writings, his philosophy of how the planet should be run or, you know, whatever. And this experiment, this is kind of, they were generalizing because it's all still classified. Mm-hmm. So they don't know a ton about it. But this is what they were able to obtain from the little bit that has been declassified about this experiment and program, which is interesting because it's all still classified. Right. Now, Ted's still alive. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. I thought he was dead. No, no. Uh, he's right. still alive. And uh, so the little bit that they know is that this is kind of what these studies were or this experiment. And that's what broke him is his writings were then were brought. This guy that was doing the experiment shit on him it's an intentional shitting on but without him knowing that this is what the experiment is he just right. knows he's going in for experiment he doesn't know what the experiment is though he thinks this is just like a a process to get into the experiment like i'm going to read your writings or whatever you know kind of like uh you know like he doesn't realize right. that the experiment I is what's happening it. he right. thinks this is like to be, be selected to do this experiment which is interesting because so he's thinking he's not getting in because of all the shitting on him right but, mm-hmm. but in doing this, it psychologically fucked him up. So he's, it's, it's really interesting. I would say if you got four hours of whatever, I would check that shit out. Okay. It's, it's an interesting show. I didn't know. And then apparently they, so they took his fucking, after they arrested him and all this, they took his shack, like picked it up from where it was, put it on the fucking truck, took it to warehouse, and it sits in a vacant warehouse now mm-hmm. with everything exactly how it was inside and they're still studying it to this day now this was fucking 20 fucking years ago it's sitting in the warehouse by itself 
and they still study it, trying to understand, well, the placement of the things that he had in there could, you know, have, like, how did he get from point A to point B in crazy? Knowing that the CIA had something to do with this, mm-hmm. kind of like warping his mind, um, and then like the placement, trying to understand a killer or something, it's right. so weird to me that like all these years later, you st- just this fucking thing's just sitting in a fucking empty warehouse to be studied, just a shack that See, the I fucking universe. Uni- oh yeah, that's crazy, dude. It's weird. It's all so weird. Wow. Which really makes you wonder, like, okay, so the shit's still classified unnecessarily. They're still studying it, which tells me they're still doing the experiments. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. I have no proof of that. It, but that's what I deduce that right. why are we still fucking trying to figure this out then? Hey, the guy's in jail. He's not going anywhere. Right. He's got like 45 life sentences. Yeah. I mean... I think he has eight, actually, which is, that's a lot. I mean, which he could die seven fucking times to be brought back to life, and he's still fucked. Yeah. It's crazy. I always wondered, like, so if you, like, like have, like, a heart attack, and you flatline, even for, like, four seconds, is that considered one life sentence if they bring you back? No. It should be. It should be. So if you had, like, three life sentences... You have a heart attack in jail. You flatline. They bring you back. You flatline again. They bring you back. Flatline again. They bring you back. You're released. Should be. That's how it should work. Cause you die. <laughs> like I'm, I want to. I'd love to ask. Like, so what is the rules on this? I, I don't know anybody that. Yeah, me neither. Could we could even contact to get to that? But I'd be curious. Like, when does the? Could you die and be brought back to life and eventually get out when you've had multiple life sentences? In that scenario, or would they not even try to bring you back just because? Probably like I'm, Well, yeah. they have to, human rights. They they sanitize before they give you the injection, which yeah. is the most fucking stupidest thing in the world. Yeah, well, you're they're killing you, but they're going to sanitize. Don't want to give you an infection just in case. Isn't that not the dumbest thing in the world, though? Mm-hmm. Has nobody ever asked this question, like, why are we wasting money on that? No. I mean, granted, it's a fucking alcohol wipe. But still, well, what are we doing? Not like you're going to reuse a fucking needle. Maybe they do. That's why. They no, they don't. <laughs> they don't. Or maybe they don't. It's it's some. You know they should save the money. You're killing the person. Who right. gives a fuck? Why well, his human rights? No, it doesn't matter. They're dying. Mm. Why does it matter? It doesn't. Or you get an, No, he's dead. I, I I don't understand this. It's stupid. If you have fucking. Multiple life sentences, and I think, well, what are we doing here? Maybe the death penalty. Somebody is does something, and they get the death penalty. Why are we Why are we wiping their area with alcohol wipe before we put the fucking needle in? That's killing them in three seconds. <laughs> Good question. There's not even a time for the fucking them to get an infection, and right. if they did, they're dead. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like I don't get it. It just seems so redundant, and. It, who is the group that decided they need to fucking fight that? Like, no, you have to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Idiots. These people should be fucking... I don't know. I guess it's the, <laughs> it's, it's the same people that are like... Cry rooms and shit. Yeah. But long before that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I understand it now. 
Well, I don't understand it, but I, I, I can, <laughs> I can understand where it's coming from, the blissification, but mm-hmm. I wonder if it's those same people that then had kids and just passed down the pussification of yeah. everything and now they've all become that or something. I don't know. I don't get it, but. Bunch of pussies. Uh, check out the Unabomber thing. I will. It's Definitely pretty interesting. Weekend. Like I did not know all this. I guess because I was maybe young. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I literally remember like, yeah, I thought like three different universities got bombed, and they found him in the fucking woods. Yeah. This is like my recollection. I didn't know he had tried bombing airplanes. I knew the airplanes. I forgot about. Uh, he only killed that. three people, mm-hmm. or something like that. But he had bombed like he did like sixteen bombs. That's crazy. Which is crazy, and and yeah, he and he, he had uh, done all this shit in code, like all like number code and shit. And when they deciphered it, it literally spelled out exactly what he was doing. And he called each bombing an experiment because it was all different. Every single bomb was different. Right. There was no bomb the same because he was trying out different bombs, different things. Mm-hmm. He had the little uh, metal piece that he had etched in FC on each thing, oh, and they yeah. thought it was initials of his name or something like a calling card. And what it was, it stood for Freedom Club, but they never could figure that out until after, after. they... And then it's weird because they intersplice this interview he did with this lady where he's just talking about it. So he's like, I don't ever recall when this all happened ever hearing his voice or knowing anything. Like He just looked like a crazy fucking like caveman type yeah. guy. Yeah. And hearing him talk and all, he sounds like fucking normal, dude. And what's really interesting is in the last episode, they, they have this uh, other guy who's like an environmentalist type thing. He's like, I agree with every single thing Ted Kaczynski ever wrote. Like, he his whole thing is everything he wrote, if you look at the last 20 years, how technology's just gone like crazy out of hand, Ted's right about everything. He just handled it in the wrong way, wrong way yeah. and went violent. Instead of being violent, the guy's like, if he would have just like wrote a book and stayed as a professor, he could have maybe actually got or like got in politics. He could have got something done. Shit could have maybe changed. He just handled it the wrong way, right. and it makes me like maybe it's not weird. Like if he would have just not went the bomb route. You would hear, maybe you would know Ted Kaczynski as governor of some state or something, or congressman Ted Kaczynski. Like how one decision, by doing these experiments, that fucked him up, turned him into something where he could have, you know, one thing. You know, isn't that crazy? Yeah. The whole thing's, it's so interesting to me because... You know, yeah, I remember. There's another Unabomber like documentary or a movie about him because I remember watching it and I remember seeing the the airplanes, but I can't, I can't remember what the fuck I was watching. See, I don't. Uh, to me, it was just oh, it's just a crazy guy. Mm-hmm. Once I'm watching this, I was like, wow, you know, I learned a lot. Like, I had a whole different understanding of who this guy was before watching it and afterwards. Not like I feel for the guy, right? But it's just interesting how. It goes back to a CIA experiment that changed him, and you see yeah, the same thing with the fucking part. shooters. These the the you know Aurora, the Aurora shooter was a fucking he had done these experiments. They all are connected in some fucked up way, yep. and it makes you like, should these 
not be liable at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. You know? Not excusing their actions, but what caused them to get there? These other people's actions. Yep. I don't know. I guess you could argue, well, if you raise a kid and, you know, and that kid goes out and does something, should the parents be liable? I don't know. I guess every situation's different. Why does it have to be a fucking blanket rule? How about we assess each situation differently? If the fucking kid's abused physically and then they turn out being a serial killer, then yeah, I'd say the parents are liable. If everything's fucking hunky-dory and no sexual abuse or anything like that and everything's whatever and they still end up like a fucking serial killer, I mean, people just aren't born serial killers. Right. I don't believe that. Something's, something happened Something to had some to have happened. Yeah. Uncle touched them or something. Mm-hmm. There's something that happened somewhere. If it wasn't the direct parents, somebody did somewhere. Mm-hmm. I just don't think you're born with a fucking mental illness. I don't Maybe you are. Maybe if a serial killer had a kid and you, that's it, but how did that serial killer become a serial killer? You, you would look back and like all these fucked up people were fucked with as a kid. Mm-hmm. They fucked with them or in their, you know, young years, they were yeah, something, years. something happened. I, I don't know. It's crazy. It's, I am definitely going to watch that. Yeah. It's very interesting. So I don't know. I guess, uh, what time is it here? I guess that'll do it, buddy. All right, man. So, uh, till next time, uh, wait, that's the wrong show. Right on. Mm-hmm. Left off. Please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Where can I buy a director's chair? Amazon. Where can I buy Welcome Back Cotter on DVD? Amazon. Where can I buy that Humping Animals adult coloring book with a dog fucking a chicken on the back? Amazon. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Buy an oven mitt. Question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 
Sometimes to ease a shitty day, you gotta listen to podcasts. Well, you're in luck. The D2R Podcast Network is full of life-changing podcasts. Whether you're dealing with a shitty boss, a pissed-off spouse, or a cat shitting in your milk, we've got you covered. Go to D2RPN.com now, but check with your doctor if you have a heart condition, male pattern baldness, female mustache, muffin top, or if you have three or more nipples. Side effects may include anal leakage, erections lasting less than four hours, spontaneous combustion, heroin addiction, gratuitous fisting, and blindness. Seek immediate medical attention if your penis falls off. The D2R Podcast Network. Viva Podcast!